Good morning. Good morning, everyone. We are so glad to hear you on the call this morning. Yes, Father, all we want is to glorify you. Father, all we want is for you to be glorified. We lift you up today this morning, Father. We lift you up, Jesus. Be lifted up, be exalted, Jesus. Clean us up, Father. Fill our hearts today, dear God, so that all we see is you. All we hear is you. We welcome you, Father. We welcome you, Jesus. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. And I want to say welcome on behalf of New Destiny Church, our administration, our ministers, clergy, our lay people. We just want to say welcome to everyone on the call today. Hallelujah. Welcome, everyone. We are glad that you're here. You will not be disappointed. Our Father has much to impart today, and we just want to say thank you again. Thank you again, Father. You are our guest of honor, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, my name is Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator this morning, and I, again, I just want to say thank you. It takes a lot to wake up at 5 o'clock to be on this prayer call. It takes a lot to stay up during the entirety of this prayer call. And we just want to say thank you because Father God has awakened you. Yes, you have arisen. He says, arise and shine for thy light, thy light, Father. Your light has come. And the glory of our God has risen upon us this morning. And I thank you that you have accepted the call to rise up early to be with us on this call. We don't take it lightly. We don't take it lightly at all. And that's why God has much to impart today. Because you have given, he's ready to give back to you. Amen. So I, let me go ahead and introduce you to our team this morning. Again, my name is Charlene Tuckerson. The angel of our house is Bishop C. Carl Smith. And our first lady, Pastor Adrian Smith. Our devotion this morning will be led by Elder Ray Ressler. Good morning, Elder Ray. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent, Charlene. How about yourself? I am well, thank you. Ready, ready, ready to get what God has for us. Amen? Amen. Our, yes. And our prayer request and praise reports will be offered this morning by Minister Michael Lumpkin. Minister Michael, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Sister Charlene. It's good to be on the call this morning. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Well, let us go before our Father in prayer so that we can begin our devotion. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father, for this day that you have made. We thank you, Father, for your new mercies and your new grace that you, Father, have given us this day, this day. So we forget, dear God, the things, the former, the past, dear God, but we stretch forward. We reach forward in the new, God. We embrace the new that you have for us. Father, forgive us. 
We repent, dear God, of our sins. Everything, dear God, that has been put a wedge between you and us, Father, we ask, dear Father, by your spirit that it be removed. We stand before you, God, saying we need you. We have wronged you. We ourselves, we look first at ourselves. We look within, God, at us. Not my sister yet, not my brother, but me, Charlene, Father, me, Father, Elder Ray, me, Father, Minister Michael, all of us, God, we individually come before you. Purify our hearts, God. Clean our hands, Father. We, we don't want to be conformed to this world, but, Father, transform us by the power of your Holy Spirit. We don't want to walk in our paths of our own selves, our own flesh, but, Father, renew us to walk by your Spirit. May your Spirit guide us, dear God, and may we accept and walk in obedience to your Holy Spirit. We want to be refined. Renew our minds. Renew our hearts. Refresh our spirits. Father, remove all the clutter. Remove the residue. Remove the debris, Father. We are ready for the refreshing of your Holy Spirit. Blow your fresh wind on your people this morning. Blow your fresh wind on everyone on this call. Blow your fresh wind in the earth, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we have an ear to hear what your your spirit is saying to your church today. And, Father, we open ourselves to you to hear from you this morning. Thank you. We give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Elder Ray, we're ready for you. Amen. Well, first, I'd like to say good morning to everyone on the call today. We'd like to welcome our visiting pastors, members of the clergy, our new destiny intercessors, and all those that have decided to join us this morning on the line. We welcome you and we thank you for being here this morning with us. Our devotion this morning is Revive the Heart of the Contrite. Our beginning scripture references are Isaiah 57:15 in the CEV translation. Our holy God lives forever in the highest heavens. And this is what he says. Do I live high above in the holy place? I am here to help those who are humble and depend only on me. The King James Version says it this way. For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Our other scripture reference to start with is Psalm 85.6 in the Passion Translation. Revive us again, O God. I know you will. Give us a fresh start. Then all your people will taste your joy and gladness. The word says that God will revive those with a humble and contrite heart. Let's look at those, the words humble and contrite used in the King James Version. The Webster Dictionary defines humble 
as not proud or haughty, not arrogant or assertive, reflecting, expressing, or offered in a spirit of deference or submission. In this respect, deference is meaning respect or and esteem due to a superior, a superior or an elder. Um, in what we're looking at, we're, we're recognizing and esteeming God, our Father, who we're submitted to. The dictionary also defines contrite as a feeling or showing sorrow and remorse for a sin or shortcoming. We recognize that we are sinners, and we're sorrow when we we have show sorrow, and we're truly have remorse for our sin when we come to the Lord. Psalms thirty four eighteen in the King James Version says, "The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and save as such as be of a contrite spirit." Our salvation comes from being broken and of a contrite spirit where we recognize that we need God. Isaiah 66, 2 in the King James Version says, For all those hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. Isaiah 66, 2 in the contemporary English version says, I have made everything, that's how it came, all came to be. I, the Lord, have spoken. The people I treasure most are the humble. They depend only on me and tremble when I speak. I'd like to give one more scripture right now. The first Peter five, five and six in the King James Version, likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves to the elder. Yea, all of you be subject to one another, and be clothed with humility, for God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. In all of these scriptures, we see that God wants us to be humble and to have a heart as, that is contrite, one that's submitted to him, one that is truly sorrowful for our mistakes, our shortcomings, and sin. It is not so that he can hold it against it. It is because he wants us to recognize that we need him. If we come to him in contriteness and humility, he will hear our plea for forgiveness. Too many times... Christians casually come to him with the thought of, all I have to do is ask for forgiveness and it's done, and I'm in the clear. We come, become complacent about our sin and disobedience. We become familiar with God and don't come before him in the reverence and awe that he deserves. It is true that we are his children uh, when we become born again, but even though we're family, he is still a holy God, a righteous God, the almighty God, and needs to be approached as such. 
when we just become casual in our prayers and the way we approach God and just say a prayer for forgiveness off the cuff without really thinking about uh, our sin and without being truly reflective on it and being sorrowful, it doesn't have the power to make it to the throne room because there's nothing to push it. We just go through the motions, really. It just becomes like an actor just saying the lines of a script in a movie. It's not real. But when we pray with humbleness, reverence, and true repentance, the prayer will be heard and forgiveness will be given. We forget how we were when we first came to God, when we got saved. When we got saved, we were sorrowful for our sins. We felt not worthy. We were broken. The Holy Spirit convicted our hearts and revealed the fullness of the state of our lives. In Matthew chapter 5, the Beatitudes Jesus says, God blesses those people who are humble. The earth will belong to them. He also says in the same chapter, God blesses those people whose hearts are pure. They will see him. Humble is meek in other translations. Meekness is not weakness. Meekness is defined as the quality or state of being meek, a mild, moderate, humble or submissive quality. Submission to God allows you to be promoted in his kingdom. Jesus was meek, but I certainly wouldn't call him weak, would you? In Psalms 24, verses 3 through 5, in the Amplified uh, Classic Edition, Scripture says, Who shall go up into the mountain of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted himself up to falsehood or to what is false or sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. The scripture says, clean hands and the pure heart. Clean hands are that we have repented of our sins and been forgiven. And a pure heart is one that continually loves God, leans on God, seeks God, and is always wanting to please him in everything. A person with a heart that is not focused on himself. A heart that is not subject to this world and the way the world does things, but the way God does things. Attitude is everything in our lives. It has been said before that attitude will determine your altitude. You can only be elevated by God as high as your attitude will let you. A haughty or vain or prideful attitude will not let you go very high because you will not be fully submitted to God. You become resistant to instruction because you think you have the answers. You're more likely to be dependent on yourself and let everyone know it. Remember what, it was, what was said in our opening scripture, Isaiah 57, 15. I am here to help those who are humble and depend only on me. If you are meek and humble, God can elevate you because you recognize that you need him and that you will listen to his instruction. 
He can mold you and grow you because you're pliable like potter's clay. God's giftings are a wonderful thing, but it requires humility and humbleness to be effective. Your anointing can take you places where your character and attitude cannot keep you, and you'll be in it for a crash at some point unless the attitude changes. That's why we're told in Proverbs 3, 1 through 8, My child, remember my teachings and instructions and obey them completely. They will help you live a long and prosperous life. Let love and loyalty always show like a necklace and write them in your mind. God and people will like you and consider you a success. With all your heart, you must trust the Lord and not your own judgment. Always let him lead you, and he will clear the road for you to follow. Don't ever think that you are wise enough, but respect the Lord and stay away from evil. This will make you healthy, and you will feel strong. We don't want to get to a place where we think that we have arrived or we're all that in our own personal life, our business life, or even our spiritual life. We need to continually seek God for his wisdom and his guidance and remember that everything that we have is from him. Our heart must be contrite, and we must walk in humbleness. Look at where the world is today because we've turned away from God. Our country is in bad shape because the people have strayed from God's ways. We're in a place where we need to follow Second Chronicles seven thirteen through 15. I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible, the Classic Edition. If I shut up heaven so no rain falls, or if I command locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray, seek, crave, and require of necessity my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open, and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. Today, more than ever, we need to be to humble ourselves before the throne of God and seek him worship him and to honor him we need to be renewed in an attitude of humbleness and in a contrite heart and spirit this is the way that you need to approach god daily we need to be on our knees seeking god and praying for forgiveness for ourselves for our families our cities our state our country God called us as believers to do this. If we do, then he will hear our prayers and he and forgive us and heal our lands. Father, we ask that you renew a contrite heart in us. We ask that you renew a right spirit in us. Remind us of your glory, your righteousness, your justice, and your holiness. We ask forgiveness for being too casual with our relationship with you. 
we bow before your glory and majesty and say, Father, forgive us for our attitudes. Forgive this country for turning from you. Forgive us for not keeping your standard. Forgive us for being complacent with sin in our lives. Forgive us for not being obedient to you. Forgive us for not seeking you. Forgive us for not showing love and mercy. Forgive us for listening to the world's views and not yours. Forgive us for our pride and self-righteousness. Forgive us for not being thankful for your love and grace. Forgive us for not being faithful to you. Forgive us for gossiping about one another. Forgive us for our unbelief. Forgive us for our pride. Forgive us for our selfishness. Forgive us for our unforgiveness and help us to forgive one another. Father, we ask for total healing, spirit, soul, and body. We ask for you to heal our land. We ask for rain to douse the fires and quench the land's thirst. We ask that you speak to the leaders of all levels of government and guide them to bring this country back to your ways, Lord. We say thank you for your grace and your mercy on us, this country, and for the world. We say thank you for your faithfulness to us, even when we're not faithful to you. We say thank you for your unconditional love towards us. Thank you for loving us no matter where we are or what condition we are in. We say thank you for your provision. We say thank you that you have given us Jesus as our Savior. We say thank you for the Holy Spirit that leads us and guides us into all truth. We thank you for adopting us into your family. We say thank you for letting us be in your kingdom. We thank you for our salvation. We say thank you for your word. We say thank you for your promises. We say thank you that you have given us dominion and authority over the things of this world. We say thank you that we have been given a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And we pray all this in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen. 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 That was a good breakfast. Thank you, Elder Ray. Our salvation comes from a broken and a contrite spirit. That was good. You know, I thought about Judge Ruth Ginsburg, that transition last week. We can't just casually come before any judge in this earth realm. So why do we think that we can come before the king of kings, the chief magistrate, any kind of way? Father, help us. We need you. Clean us up, Father. We don't want to offer you strange fire. Yes, we agree with the prayer that Elder Ray prayed. Let's go before the throne even further. Come on, Minister Michael. Amen. Amen. That was an excellent devotion this morning. Broken spirit and contrite heart. Well, today we have a praise report. Um, I love when we have praise reports and we have testimonies. Um, This is what God wants us to proclaim because we are children of God. So today I submit to you, uh, Mrs. Anna Paris uh, wants to thank the Lord and the prayer ministry for praying for her. Anna was admitted into the hospital on Monday morning for a possible heart attack. She was released on Tuesday afternoon with no heart attack. 
praise God. Again, she she wanted to thank the prayer ministry for being a blessing, uh, not only to her but to others by praying diligently. She states, uh, we truly know that all things are possible through God when you believe. Amen. So wanted to submit to you this morning, uh, thoroughly enjoyed the midweek service. Uh, Bishop talked about how faithful God has been. And God has been truly faithful to us through this time, saints, truly faithful to us. Um, the one thing that really grabbed me is uh, Bishop was talking about uh, fear and doubt and unbelief. And these things are enemies to our faith. So it's so important for us when we come to God in prayer to, to allow our faith to be strong, to already confirm what it is that we're praying about. And when we do that, God honors us by blessing us and answering our prayers. So let's pray this morning. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. There are many things happening in the earth realm right now. But, Father, most of all, we know that you are in control. We thank you, Lord God, because these things have been written, and we are ready. We are attentive to your Holy Spirit. Let us be sensitive in everything we do. Let us be sensitive in every conversation. Let us be mindful to be the people that God has called. I'm reminded that someone said each day is God's gift to you. What you do with it is your gift to him. And I believe that was Bishop T.D. Jakes. But I wanted to truly thank you, Father, for all the things that you have done for us. There is so much more in store. Continue to bless our pastors. Continue to bless our clergy. Continue to bless our people, Lord. Continue to bless those, Father, who are not yet in the design that you meant for their lives. Father, let that design, let that blueprint come to fruition in their lives. We thank you, Lord God, for the devotion this morning. It was excellent. We thank you, Lord, that we can eat from your table and we can obtain wisdom and understanding. We thank you, Lord, because you are a faithful God. So at this time, Lord, we want to say, direct our steps today. Continue to help us to be humble in every situation. Slow to speak, quick to listen. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honor. And we seal everything that has been said today. We give you praise for that. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Minister Michael. We want to swing back quickly to Elder Ray. Do you have anything else for us, Elder? Yes. One of the things that came to me also was um, brokenness is what leads to wholeness. We have to be broken to come to God, and he will, in that moment, restore us to wholeness, to fullness. But we have to come to him with respect 
and with our own brokenness to realize what our true condition is. We all need God. Scripture says that all have fallen short uh, of what God wants us to do, and we have sinned. So we all need to come before God with an attitude of respect and humbleness, knowing that we have come short of where he wants us, but be willing and open to receive instruction from him and to let him guide us to where he wants us to go. Um, Again, attitude is everything. And let's carry an attitude of a, a contrite heart that is submitted to God and reverences God for who he is. And that's what I have for this morning. Thank you, Charlene. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Elder. We appreciate and we love and honor the angel of our house here at New Destiny. And before we close out, we want to hear from our spiritual father, Bishop Smith. Bishop Smith, do you have anything for us? Well, good morning, Sister Charlene. Good morning, Elder Ray. And also, good morning to Minister Michael Lumpkin. Good morning to everyone who's on the line this morning. Uh, what Elder Ray shared with us is so vitally important to who we are as believers to have a right heart of repentance, forgiveness um, of our past sin and, you know, become broken before God is the key. And that's what should really be happening as we're in this time of fasting and praying you know, if you're if you're participating in the fast and participating in the time of prayer, and more than likely you are because you're up on this line this morning, you know, it gives God an opportunity to really examine you, but then also reveal to you the areas in your life that you may need some correction. And... That's the key because none of us are exempt from being corrected and coming into proper alignment with God. I don't care who you are. You know, it's Christianity is a constant maintenance. You should write that down. In other words, uh, we, we never arrive, and we will not arrive until we get with the Lord until we move over to life eternal. And the Bible clearly lays that out for us, you know, that we will not be like him until we're with him. And until then, there's constant maintenance that we have to work on ourselves because the enemy is constantly busy trying to accuse the brother and make the brother fall, tempt the brother and lead you away, lure you into, uh, you know, future sin or or past condemnation. He's always doing those type of things because the enemy doesn't like us because we've surrendered our heart to God. And so that's the best thing we can do is live a life of continued surrenderance and perfect repentance. It is the key to really... Um, allowing God to be pleased with you. And I think that's a question that we should all ask ourselves. Um, 
well, I, actually, let me rephrase that. That's a question that we should all ask God. God or Father? Because to me, God sounds generic. I know he's God, but that just sounds generic. But Father, are you pleased with me? And then wait for an answer. And whatever God shows you and reveals to you, begin to work on those things so that you would know within yourself I'm right with God because I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. God bless you. Have a great day today. Looking forward to seeing you all on Saturday. We're going to have a great time as we come and gather together for our time of corporate prayer. Be blessed. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. We want to remind everyone to please remember to send in your prayer requests send them in to www.newdestiny.online. We love to pray, and we're standing in the gap for you. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Elder Ray, Minister Michael, and our entire New Destiny family, we thank you. Please invite others to join in on the prayer call, on our weekly prayer call. Amen? Father, we bless your dear name, God. We thank you for what you have imparted to us this morning. We pray that we have not only received what you have poured into us, but that we will continue to have a contrite spirit before you. May we yield to your Holy Spirit so that we are constantly maintained in the spirit of repentance. May we always stand clean before you with clean hands, Father, and a pure heart, God, so that everything that proceeds from us is you. For out of the abundance of our hearts, dear God, our mouth speaks. Father, we thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Protect and shield everyone on this call, dear God, with the precious blood of Jesus. May we never be the same, but be transformed every day by your Holy Spirit. We bless you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. We seal these prayers with the blood of Jesus and the precious Holy Spirit. Amen. Sister Kathy, will you please open the line?